Well, greetings, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast. So glad you joined us again. And we are obviously in a season of war, as we've been talking about for quite a while. Today, we're going to talk about prophetic warfare. The Lord's truly dropping this on my heart as we move into this next season of how to walk this out with greater clarity to assure a greater victory. All right, let's listen in. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is where you are. That's the best part about these podcasts. You can listen anytime you want, and we thank you for doing that. Please share that with your friends. That possibility is always there as well. We're so today, here it is, that 22nd day. I love it, 1222. Um, a great day to be alive in the Lord, and we're so thankful for that opportunity here in January 2024. Well, I'm in Europe still, and just give you a quick update on our journey. Uh, it has been just phenomenal. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, the German portion, which we did last week, was uh, incredible. The hunger of the people in Germany, especially the spirit-filled, prophetic community, they are desperate to hear the Lord. They want to participate with God with their giftings and some of the prophecies we were receiving, some of the visions and dreams that were being released was just incredible. I am so encouraged with the body of Christ in Europe, Germany, and beyond. And don't give up on this continent. Continue fight. Many of us Americans, you've got to remember your forefathers, almost uh, everybody in America that's been there long enough, uh, your forefathers are going to be from those countries. And then we did uh, a prophetic school and gathering here in Slovakia. That's where I'm Recording from here as uh, Monday is a travel day for me, uh, traveling to Germany, back to Germany. But uh, man, I am just overwhelmed with the faith in the prophetic and what God is saying in the earth and wanting to participate with God in the prophetic and trying to learn and the hunger. Because we did a school here and they're from people from all around uh, Slovakia and the region, and they were just excited to grab the revelation and take it back. The worship was put at a level where the angelic activity was just wide open. Uh, angels, I, I mean, I've never seen angels like this where they're so active in a gathering. And, you know, if you look at it from the outside, we, we don't have all the glitz and the you know, cameras and lights and, you know, and all the, the, the paraphernalia that comes from good recordings, whatever. Uh, it was just raw worship, raw dancing, raw prophetic, raw worship before the Lord, and the angelic activity was some of the strongest I've seen in a long time. So I know this is a realm we're moving into, and we we probably ought to talk about that some on these podcasts about the the angelic realm. It is really opening up. 
And not that I worship angels or tell people to pray to them because that's not biblical. But I do want you to be sensitive to that and be open to that. And we can teach some heavenly protocol, angelic protocol, how to interact with angels. Uh, there's great books out there about that. I know Tim Sheets probably has one of the best ones out there. But uh, we can talk about that on these podcasts. Okay. So we've got a few more days here in Germany. We're going to do another prophetic school uh, with them to grow them, mature them. And uh, we'll, we're going to see them uh, grow in the Lord as well. So we're thankful for that. Uh, so let's get to this uh, prophetic warfare. I guess that's what I would call it. You know, my, my revelation of this has been through different groups, in time handmaidens and servants and Ariel Gate, our friends there in South Africa and other parties that I've watched do this, was equipped to do this. Uh, but, you know, if you trace, trace it even further back, I think one of the best prophetic intercessors our prophetic intercession model uh, would have been Reese Howe uh, from England, uh, Wales, really, uh, where the Lord would give them during the World War during World War II, you know, prophetic insight, visions, etc., and then they would pray according to what they're being shown, and it was like in real time, where the war was happening in real time. Obviously, they were in the middle of it. Bombs are flying uh, everywhere they are. They're in England. And God is showing them how to pray through that war. And, and I think I can't think of a better model than that because that's kind of where we are right now. Now, we're not in a physical war yet, although Israel is and Ukraine is. The church is probably experiencing it that there in real time. But for us, we're in a spiritual battle, and it's real time that way too because every day uh, we're, being with, we're being attacked with an onslaught from hell and there's some basic principles that I always love to teach and equip the saints to do about prophetic praise and worship and warfare. Uh, you know, the, there's a biblical principle about warring and the, the prophetic to overcome the obstacles that we're holding, uh, we're going, to, they're coming against us, so they're trying to keep us from reaching our destinies. But we need to remember some basic principles of warfare, and I always lay this as a foundation to make sure. Everybody understands that you can't lose sight of this because if you do, you'll be discouraged in your prophetic warfare. You will be. I promise you. Number one, God is always greater than any, any enemy. He created our enemy. You understand? He didn't create them to be our enemy, but he created them, so therefore he has all power and authority. He did not lose his authority and power over them just because they fell from heaven. You understand that? God is always greater than our enemy. Another fact or another thing that you hold fast to light always overwhelms darkness so when the darkness seems to invade that's why paul said where sin does abound doth grace more even abound and when you understand that light will always overwhelm darkness so it doesn't matter their numbers the volumes the power that the darkness has the light always overwhelms it's a law it's a natural law but it's also a natural spiritual law as well, if I go in any dark room, the least bit of light I have will overwhelm the darkness of that room. Okay, another one. Satan and his tools are always in subjection to God's authority within each one of us. He says he gives authority over our scorpions and serpents, right? Because why? He defeated them. Uh, irrevocable victory he had against them, against Satan and his, and his angels. 
So therefore, they're always in subjection. If we can enamored, I mean, if we can uh, engage in the warfare that we have and the authority we have, we will always have authority to our enemy and over our enemy, okay? Another one, darkness only exists under the permission of the Lord. The enemy is absolutely and totally dependent upon God for its mere existence. Do you understand that? He puts some demons in chains. He binds them. He bounds them. He bound them up. So we have to remember this, that they only exist in, because of the permission of the Lord. And if he, and they know this at any moment, if he'd like, he can withhold their power. And we must understand that and understand that power and authority. Another one is, we have been given angels to guard us in all our ways. That's Psalm 91, 11. Don't forget that. You're not alone. I, I mean, if you, it's regardless of what you feel, regardless of what's going on around you. I think in Psalm 52 says, we will laugh at our enemy who puts its trust in riches and they will not overcome us. We will win that battle, but he gives us angels to guard us in all his ways. When I was here in Slovakia, uh, they were worshiping the worship, the, the, the dance team was worshiping and they, they were bowing down in a circle uh, while they were doing their dance. And I saw these angels completely encircle them. I mean, and they put their wings, they had these wings, unusual wings, but they were uh, wing to wing, completely surrounding them. I said, Lord, what's that? He said, these angels are assigned to this team, and they're always their rear guard, guarding them in all their ways. That's Psalm 91, 11. So remember that for yourself as well. Whatever your assignment is, God assigns the angelic realm to be a part of that. Another thing, there are more for us than against us, like in Kings 16, right? And we have to remember that because it looked like in that story in Second Kings that the enemy was going to overwhelm uh, the people of God. But they looked up. Remember, uh, the, the, Elisha sees up in the, the heavens and he has to open his eyes of his servant to see that the chariots of fire and there's more with us than against us. So don't forget that. The host, God and the host of heaven far exceed the natural of what the enemy has. And in this season, when you're going to prophetically move into warfare, you've got to recognize that. And one of the last things I like to teach is the battle is not yours, it's God's, Second Chronicles 2015. And I, I want to say this to you. That is probably one of the greatest truths and one of the greatest releases of stress you can possibly find because you get in a battle and there's no way you can avoid not thinking it's yours, especially if it affects you or your family or something you're engaged in. But when you get this revelation, like Jehoshaphat did, the battle is not yours, it's God's, then you realize if it's God's battle, there's no way we can lose. Oh, I'm not saying we won't have tough days and difficulties, but the fact is ultimately we will never lose because it's not our battle. It's left. So these principles in mind, it's a starting point for you and I to enter in war against our enemy and take back the territories that belong to the, to the Lord and the ones he's promised his people. You know, when the tribes are, are lined out in the, the tabernacle, when you look at it, uh, a lot of people do teachings on this. We've done teachings on it before. But with the way they're aligned around the tent, they have a prophetic order. Uh, and the battle, you see three key tribes that lead Israel in the battle, Judah, 
Issachar, and Zebulun. Judah, the worship, the praise. So when I talk about prophetic warfare, I always remind all myself and everybody else I work with that praise is critical. We enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with what? Praise, right? So when you enter his courts with praise, the only thing that's after that courts is his presence. So in his presence, we can have fullness of joy, but we can also have revelation on how to enter into battle. Issachar, knowing when and where and how. Zebulun speaks of provision. So we go in with worship and praise, right? They're the first to battle. That's what Jehoshaphat's story was, go in praise. A, a total picture of this, this lining out of the tribes. And then the Lord gives strategy and tells them what time it is. It's time for the enemy to lose. And then provision comes. Remember that story? After they won, they got the spoils of their enemy. Everything lined up, just like the scripture says. So Judah, Judah being the first to battle. So as we look at that tribe, Jesus is the tribe from the tribe of Judah. And we're grafted into that tribe. If you wonder what tribe I was from, you're from the tribe of Judah. That's the grafting in through Abraham, uh, Christ, and through Jesus Christ being our seed. So the sound of praise goes first, and it breaks the way open for the attributes of the prophetic, and the provision will come. Judah is the fourth son of Jacob and Leah, and when he was born, she says, Now I will praise the Lord. For each of us, as we enter into warfare, our first response should be praising the Lord in the principles that we talked about earlier, those very ones that we talked about. So I love that, the sound of praise and the scripture and the breakthrough. It brings that breakthrough. As we saw when Jericho, they shouted in Second Chronicles, the praise and the sound of the enemy was defeated. And that sound was in the obedience to a prophetic word, right? What did the Lord say? Circle seven times and shout. What did he tell Jehoshaphat? Send the worshipers before first. So that's the prophetic. When they obeyed it, they had victory. That's what we're moving into this. Season. That's what I want to leave you with today, is that as we go into prophetic warfare, the guarantee, if God gives you a word of how to win a war and win a battle, if you obey it, there is no other possible outcome other than victory. Now, you think about that right now. You pray that over your life and begin to believe for God to show you and give you prophetic so that you will know how to war in this season. So we're in prophetic worship, but prophetic warfare. And this, to me, in the day and battle that we're in, is the only way we're going to win this battle I believe that with all my heart, and I want you to be a part of, that, part of that. So, Father, I pray for everybody listening today. Thank you, Father, for raising up this little army, the 318 Army, uh, Genesis 14. I thank you, Father, for their heart to be Issachar's, to know the time, but also let them understand their purpose in the tribe of Judah. Lord, that they would understand that their praise brings them into your presence, and in your presence, that fullness of joy, but also the words we need and the strategies we need to win this battle that we're in right now. In the name what of Jesus, I pray for them. Amen and amen. Well, I love each and every one of you. Have a great day and come back and join us tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center's Report. So glad you are with us. We have some amazing things coming up 
if you're interested in our Olive School of Ministry, full-time ministry, please go to our website, Olive SM, that means Olive School of Ministry, sm.com, and you can read about it and look if you're interested in doing this. We'd love to have you. All right, come back tomorrow. Join us here on our daily podcast. Bye-bye.